Happy Thursday! Again, I'm podcasting this time from my living room, and I have, well, in my opinion, I'm going to be very subjective about it. I have the best guest ever, and I will tell you why in a moment. Yeah, you can see, you well, you, you cannot see, but you can certainly hear her laughing in the background. Um, today, I would like to welcome you all to episode eight of the Life, Business and Stuff podcast. And yes, today I have Liz Hamlet. Come on, give it a round of applause. Woo! Welcome, Liz. Liz, you know, I, I'm going to, you know, my introduction again, it's just going to be, I mean, Liz, I met Liz a while ago, still this year though, during lockdown and everything else. And we have developed this amazing connection at least in my opinion, maybe Liz is thinking, yeah, right, well, whatever, I'll say whatever you say. And, you know, we, we co-host another podcast together, The Lockdown and Then What. Liz is a, an amazing business coach. She runs yet another podcast. And, well, she's been up to so many things. She's one of the persons I look up to in terms of how dedicated she is, how disciplined and how much she gets done on a daily basis. She's always posting, she's always doing things, she's always talking to clients, an amazing networker. Again, welcome Liz, over to you to share whatever you like. This is your time, off you go. Thank you, Jose, what an introduction, that's fantastic. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's, it's really great to be in the podcast guest seat because as you mentioned, obviously we co-host um, the Lockdown and Then What podcast. Um, and I also host my own podcast, which is the How to Spark Success podcast, where I interview guests. So it's, it's really um, great to be on the other side and you know, have a bit of freedom to talk a bit more about what I do. So um, thanks for having me on the show and episode eight. Fantastic. I've been listening to some of the previous episodes with interest. And, you know, I think, you know, podcasting is the way to go, definitely in terms of sort of raising your profile and sort of putting yourself out there to different audiences. So um, thank you for having me. Liz, what can I say? It is my pleasure, and I said this before, and I fully agree with you. I mean, podcasting is one of the ways forward. And now that we're speaking about this, I would like to invite the audience, amazing people, if you're interested in getting started, starting a podcast from scratch, please get in touch. I'm going to be leaving Liz's details later on and my details as well, because we want to encourage people to share their excellence. And you will see, if you listen to the other podcast that Liz mentioned, uh, Spark Succeed, or Spark Success, Liz, correct me. Yeah, how to spark success, yep. How to spark success. It's going to be a bit different to this one because um, I can play silly sometimes, and I think I'm funny even though I'm not. So let's see where this one goes. Liz is much more structured in her podcast. I just wing it sometimes, and yet I expect to have a good time. So, guys, get started with the podcast and get in touch if that's the case. And Liz, I'm going to start very randomly today. What is the craziest thing you've ever done? Because, you know, we always speak about business. I want to know that, you know, the person behind, you know, that face I always see on the camera because we haven't met in person yet. <laughs> Um, the craziest thing, I think it all probably links to my um, travels, you know, obviously pre-COVID, um, you know, one of the things I love to do is travel, you know, either short breaks or sort of going to sort of further afield, um, you know, I'm a avid, you know, um, safari goer, I love Africa, I've been to Borneo and Thailand and <laughs> I lived in Italy. 
So I think, you know, the things that I've experienced during those travels, um, there's two things that come to mind in terms of the sort of craziest things. One is I did an advanced scuba diving qualification in Borneo, which was absolutely amazing. Um, And um, one of the, I mean, we were obviously diving with, you know, huge turtles, amazing fish, just you know it, it was you know in the middle of what they call in the blue where you literally can't see anything around you so it feels like you're just flying oh okay <laughs> um so that was amazing but you know diving with sharks um i was doing um during during that time and i actually didn't tell my mum <laughs> until after we'd done it because i knew she'd be panicking that i'd come back with limbs missing and but you know that was such an amazing um experience and since then I've sort of dived in lots of different continents and um you know that's something I love doing and the other thing you know I was thinking of is one of my trips to Lapland which is probably the coldest place I've ever been to I think I've got a picture of me next to a thermometer and it's minus 28 um and at that temperature things like your eyelashes freeze (laughs) your lips start (laughs) freezing together and nostrils so you know, extremely cold. But during that trip, I had the chance to um, drive a snowmobile and it is just the most exhilarating things. A bit scary because they're quite heavy to drive. <laughs> but, um, you know, driving that across frozen lakes in the dark, um, you know, was just amazing. So, you know, they were probably two, uh, I don't know if they're the craziest things, but, you know, certainly exciting. <laughs> Liz, there you go. I mean, I cannot believe we have, we had to wait for this podcast for me to find out these things about you. I haven't been curious enough, I have to say. So, you know, there is only me to blame here. Um, amazing stuff. So the sharks, uh, I haven't done it. Lapland, was it Lapland over in Sweden, Finland, Norway? Whereabouts? Um, it was the Finnish part of Lapland. But Lapland actually um, spreads across a number of um, countries. Hmm. It's, it's more like a region. Um, but yeah, I've been back to the same place three times I think now um, and always had a fantastic time you know the ski in there is very different and you get to you know we did um, dog sledding and you know meeting um, albino reindeer (laughs) and uh, you know all of those we were just like right we're going to just do all the experiences here so (laughs) <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, definitely. You like the cold weather anyway. So if I ever hear you complaining about the UK in terms of being cold, then I'll remind you of that one. Your trip. Yeah, that was a little bit too cold for me, I must admit. <laughs> yeah, I think after minus 20. Yeah, I don't like the feeling because there's not much you feel anyway. Yeah, we, we may need to join this guy. What's his name? The the Iceman and learn a little oh, bit yeah. about what he does. Exactly. <laughs> um, Wow, Liz. Okay, look, you mentioned a few things, especially when you said, you know, you were swimming with sharks and and all of that. And I know recently you have been speaking about, you know, making that move from being an employee to self-employed, to being an entrepreneur. And somehow in my mind, the two of the two scenarios somehow linked. I don't know whether, (laughs) you know, there, there is a connection for you that you would like to share. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've always, you know, one of the things I've always sought is sort of new experiences. I like learning different things. I like learning different cultures. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm really interested in people and, you know, helping them to achieve their goals, whether that be, you know, to leave their corporate life and set up a business or, you know, I've been working with clients recently who have had a bit of time during lockdown to sort of really consider 
and sort of reflect back on their career, their current role, and to think about, you know, whether it's going to give them what they need in the next one to five years, um, and sort of to help facilitate some of that thinking. So, um, you know, I think, you know, what I'm doing now um, as a um, success coach and business mentor, and I'm also a speaker and podcaster as yourself, um, is, you know, really like playing on those things that I really love doing. So, you know, working with people, helping them unpick what's perhaps preventing them from taking that step. Um, You know, and you talked about the move between employee to entrepreneur, you know, like I call them um, corporate escapees or corporate escapists, (laughs) um, which I love the term of. but you know, it is a big move and it's a scary move. And I've been through those sort of emotions myself. I, you know, I've been thinking for many years about setting up my own business. Um, and it took me taking redundancy to think, right, it's now or never. <laughs> um, and I went through all that sort of the, the fear um, of the unknown, you know, you're not sure if it's gonna be successful. Um, and I really, you know, feel lucky that I can work with people during that journey to sort of really pick out the, the the things that are stopping them doing that and most of the time it is a fear element um so sort of helping them really understand that you know understand you know weighing up considerations but also you know what might be the emotional things preventing them from from taking that leap and it's something you've done as well obviously moving from the corporate life to you know life of an entrepreneur I mean how did you find it at the time uh Liz well at the time I'm, I'm going to say that it's not like I live in fear being all dramatic of course but I experience <laughs> I experience fear on a regular basis and it's not terrible fear but it's that fear of wow so the business is working in this sense but it's not working on that sense so what can i do and then what if i you know do doesn't work and what if the clients i have now you know if in the future they don't stick with me and they go somewhere else so there's always um, a good fear element that keeps me awake and keeps me flexible and keeps me active and looking for more which is something I didn't have to do when I was working within the corporate world because things were more structured and every now and then I could relax. Nowadays, it's just like I'm out there all the time. I cannot afford to relax because, you know, it's like I'm missing opportunities. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, One of the things I've done um, talks recently on sort of switching up your mindset between an employee to entrepreneur and I'm doing another talk, a couple of talks in the new year on that subject because I think it's a really really hot topic at the moment but you know exactly what you say and one of the things I've talked about when you do become an entrepreneur is actually being uncomfortable with um, comfortable with being uncomfortable so you know uncomfortable is your new comfort zone so you know actually breaking some of those rules but also you know people talk about thinking outside the box well it's not nec- it's not necessarily a box <laughs> you know it's just there's no sort of limits um you know and i think you know the benefits of being an entrepreneur actually are that you can take your business in the direction that you know you know that you can add value you know that you can help people um and you know also about developing a bit of a thick skin you know you're going to try things and they're not going to work necessarily but that's all part of the process and you know one of the things i talk to my clients about when they're thinking about their business idea 
is you know it not necessarily being a finished concept at launch you know it's going to be something like that it's going to be developing it's going to be sort of flexing and changing and they're going to be you know maybe um, formalizing their niche a bit more you know seeing what people do want and don't want so you know that sort of if you're not happy in that sort of state of slight uncertainty it is something to consider you know if you are looking to set you set up your own business because you know there's not certainty in every aspect <laughs> well absolutely i couldn't agree more and that the other day i was uh, being interviewed and um the person was asking me what i thought was the most important thing when it comes to running your own business and i kept on going back to mindset It's yeah. just working on that mindset because if that's not in the right place, you can be great, even have a great product and everything else. But, you know, with the slightest change that take place in the market and then you're out. So it's really yes. having that resilience, that discipline, that everything. It's just and yeah. it which is being tested, at least in, in my business, on a daily basis, especially because I don't like to you know to be in one place i always like to grow i don't like when things get too steady i always you know like to what's the next step what's you know the next level how do i climb that ladder and i guess you know it's something i love and uh, which i missed when i was working being employed before but you know you it's it's difficult to have everything yeah all day so yeah, yeah the and i think you know the the Um, you know, one of the key factors that's proved invaluable in recent, you know, since March, since, you know, the pandemic came to a head is, you know, flexibility and being able to adapt and be nimble. Um, you know, and that can be a challenge for some people, um, you know, and some small businesses, unfortunately, we've seen a lot that have not survived. Um, yeah. But the ones that have been successful have just quickly turned on a sixpence and, you know, changed direction. And I think, you know, actually, that is a benefit of a small business if you're a solopreneur, that actually you can shift and, you know, move direction and be very nimble. Whereas some of the big businesses are taking, you know, a long time. If we think of some of the, you know, businesses that have gone under recently, like Topshop and, um, you know, Debenhams and some, you know, some of the really big businesses just can't move quick enough with the time. So, you know, remembering your sort of USP and your sort of benefits of being a small business um, in, in the times like we are living in today. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Liz. And I guess, you know, if I went back, you never know what can happen in the future to being employed. I think I would get fired or made redundant right away <laughs> because all of these decisions I'm making on a daily basis, look, this is not working. I mean, let's not spend a minute more on it. Let's just move forward. Let's just change what else is out there. Let's pivot. And those organizations, especially the big ones, yeah, you know, they operate um, at a different pace. Yeah, But, definitely. And, you know, the fact that, you know, you as moving out of a corporate role where you know there was always someone to sort of cross-reference your decision you know thinking and uh, you know weighing up pros and cons and to talk through and you know ultimately uh, often the decisions weren't totally your responsibility now as a solopreneur business owner you are responsible for all decisions good and bad um and you know the benefit of there not being someone to tell you what to do and that you've got that freedom is fantastic on the flip side there's no one to tell you what to do so you know, <laughs> actually having that you know sounding board and I think that's why um one of the things you talked about earlier was sort of you know your network and the value of your network 
um, you know, and you talk a lot about communication and, you know, as a entrepreneur, you know, making sure that you do build networks with other entrepreneurs like we've done, you know, and form collaborations and have someone that's on the similar mindset that you can bounce ideas off and that can challenge you because, you know, it can be a lonely place and, you know, often as a new business owner you're extremely married to your business idea and you know you can it's quite difficult to think objectively often so you know that network is going to be key for you as your team you know effectively team members but other entrepreneurs so Liz um, I'm with you and as you were sharing this I well it kind of reminded me of, of course how important the whole network is absolutely and then how you keep on working with them and I remember uh, the episode uh, on the other podcast the lockdown and then what when we invited uh, Toby McCartney and one of the things he said was to actually ask for help reach out to your network and ask for help yeah. and that has been a turning point uh, for example regarding the training the online trainings I launched Because when I reached out, and you are one of them, you're one of my students, I mean, my community reacted so positively, engaged with the content, left me reviews, and that helped me, believe it or not, to position it on some of the platforms where I have the trainings. Yeah, definitely. So it's just exactly asking for help as well. I always remind my brother, look, sometimes ask for yeah. help. That sounding board, as you said, is so important as well, just to get somebody else's perspective on what you're doing. It, it yeah. is it is yeah very very valuable indeed yeah and I think you know that's one of the things when you do move into your own business you're basically the jack or jill of all trades you know there's no saying that's not my job if it's just you everything's your job and you're the IT department and you know whereas you used to have something crashed on the system you'd have you know a whole team that you could phone up now you're sort of trying to resolve that um, on your own but you know it's really you know actually the power of asking for help is exactly as you said um, and not feeling like you need to do everything and also admitting when there are areas that aren't your strengths <laughs> you know and that's when to sort of bring in help or sort of you know buy in help and I always talk to sort of new or sort of aspiring business owners to say you know what what's better use of your time is it better use of your time to spend hours on fiddling around with you know social media posts or you know some IT issue or is it better to pay you know find a, someone that you can pay an hourly rate to that can solve it in an hour or two and you can spend that time on bringing in more more business um So sort of not struggling alone is, is really key. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and focusing focusing on what you're good at and also what's working. I, I, I couldn't agree more again. I mean, it's just so many people wanting to do things on social media and yet they don't like it. They don't know it very well. So even if you haven't got the resources by asking for help or doing some kind of exchange, you know, you can support yeah. each other. So absolutely go out there and, you know, reach out to your community. Yeah, and you know, that's um, one of the, in my talk about the sort of switching up your mindset, um, you know, I talk about pitfalls or, you know, I call them business banana skins, you know, things you can slip up on <laughs> in the early stages. Um, and one of those things is actually just focusing on one area. So, you know, often we can have the tendency to just focus on the area that we're good at. You know, you've got marketing background, you know, so the tendency could be for you to sort of lean more towards that side. 
Um, and the three areas of business to sort of make sure you've got a successful business um, are sort of sales, sales and marketing. Um, then you've got finance and admin, and then you've got actually the operations that doing, you know, <laughs> providing the service. <laughs> and, you know, people fall into sort of naturally lean to one or the other and often finance may get missed out but you know you really need a nice balance between all three areas to make sure you've sort of got a successful business and you know not being worried to ask for help and sort of hiring people help you oh Liz yeah definitely uh, my my weak side is the finance bit and I keep on asking and Anna my wife she's been helping me a lot and I think she's going to become the the CFO of my <laughs> business <laughs> because oh MG I mean that is yeah I I dread it but hey let's not go into the detail everything else I think I do okay and well yeah. some others I would like to believe anyway yeah the finance side I struggle especially yeah, when yeah and I, you know I think it's an area that a lot of people you know some they may have in their corporate roles had some input in sort of managing a budget or you know spending you know purchase orders but I think you know finance you know now you're responsible if you're running a limited company for sort of submissions and you know making sure you know what tax you've got to pay and it can become quite a scary area so you know making sure that you learn to love your numbers because they are going to be the first indication if something's going wrong in the business or something slightly askew um, Liz, you know, I'm, I'm getting stressed now <laughs> yeah, let's, just, let's just change the subject and I, I love my numbers when I see them in my bank account and oh yes definitely I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah but I mean the other side of the numbers thing not necessarily financial is just um, make making sure you know how to measure you know whether what you're doing sure. is having a success so you know for things like social media or you know your post what's been the engagement you know and if you're I mean I'm talking to the converted here on marketing but you know in your marketing strategy making sure that you're not trying everything at one time so you're not really sure where the sort of you know leads are coming from or where the benefit has been of your time so you know making sure that you're tracking it to understand yes. it really great great and that is great advice and you know I, I will encourage everybody listening to this and myself as well to to do more of it because I know it's one yeah. thing where I cannot lack focus I know you yeah. know it's just like everything yeah I know I know but then you don't do it so definitely <laughs> needs more attention Liz yeah, um, yeah. I, I will slap you on the wrist yeah but you know I, I think so please. I think you know part of that battle is just admitting that it's an area that you're not so confident with or not so you know keen on doing you know not so interested in and then you know rather than just you know bumbling through you know it sounds like you've already you know asked for help with Anna and you know you've got some help in so and you've already recognized it's not your favorite area so you know that's that's that is half the battle <laughs> rather than just ignore it and and the thing is as you're sharing this this is funny anyway going back to mindset when I connect and you, I was just as you were speaking thinking well, where is this coming from where is this coming from this numbers thing sorry <clears throat> I remember when I was in school I don't know I was maybe six seven years old and I hated my math teacher <laughs> I just didn't like it and since then I don't think I actually ever embraced numbers and this is a good realization so I'm already taking something away. Jose changed that limiting belief. <laughs> it's changing now. Yeah. Um, you know, I was lucky enough or unlucky enough, if you look from your mindset of um, <laughs> in my corporate role, you know, managed, you know, 
you know, multi-million pound budgets. And I was always very focused and, you know, almost to the sort of teeny tiny amounts, making sure that things, I understood what was happening and things that didn't look right. So I've sort of got that mindset, but it is different, <laughs> you know, when you're sort of got your own budget and it's your own money and your own profit. So <laughs> I get that. I, I do get, I do get the fear factor. <laughs> Uh, Liz, what else can we talk about? Because all I see is numbers. I look around my place, it's just numbers, numbers. Um, okay, right. What else can I say? Um, well, yeah. uh, you mentioned something, Liz. You've been delivering this talk. Um, where yeah. can, obviously, the, well, I'm sure you will be sharing some links with me that then I can post. Um, yeah. Where can people find these uh, talks? Or if they want to watch you live, where can they go? Help us out, because I don't know, you keep yeah, on speaking sure. about these things. And then where do we go? Sure. So um, the one I've done recently um, is with Seed Ready, who are um, a community of founders and they also have like a startup accelerator to help people launch their business, which is free. And it's sort of using advice and sort of from mentors that have, you know, expert mentors that have already run, you know, or set up a number of businesses. So, you know, if you're thinking about setting up a business, I would um, advise you to check out Seed Ready. Okay. Um, and they're on um, Instagram, they've, they've got a really good website and they've also got a bit of a community, you know, like it's like their own social media. But I did the event for them a few weeks ago um, and I believe that's um, available on their website. If you register for free, you can watch the talk. Um, and I'm also doing the same talk um, on the 20th of January. Um, and that is with General Assembly. I'm really excited to work with them because they are sort of a learning community um, all about sort of technical skills and career and they do a lot now on founders and sort of helping people set up a business. So that Absolutely. talk is 20th of January at 12 midday um, UK time and um, you can join General Assembly for free and sign up to part of their community if you want to come along. And I'm also in conversations with um, Enterprise Nation who also sort of focus on founders and, you know, small, supporting small businesses to, to help their community with sort of similar things. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's really sort of snowballed from there and I'm um, booked on a number of other podcasts now. Um, sort of, I've got just booked one in Australia, which I'm having to do at like 11pm wow. or something. Because so. <laughs> <laughs> the other times were 3am, I think UK time, so I wasn't quite ready to get up. I have done that before for Australia meetings, but it's not sustainable. Um, and I um, am booking in some US podcasts as well. So yeah, it's, it's sort of really taken off and I love doing that, you know, I love speaking. It's nice to be on the other side of the podcast, um, you know, like, like we're doing today. <laughs> no, it's great. It's great to have you here, Liz. And you are just reinforcing what I said at the very beginning, because I asked you, you know, about the talk and there are so many more things you're doing and definitely that's noble effect. I mean, it, everything is picking up. No wonder after all the effort and all the connections and the daily stuff you do, it is fantastic to see you so active and at the same time so busy and sharing your excellence with everybody else. So you're going to be in Australia, so then America. Yep. Invite me in. Well, just so you yeah. know, I joined, I joined the seat ready uh, event okay and yes. 
and, and I started posting way too many things about you. And one of the organizers <laughs> said to me, hey, Jose, please calm down, wait until the end. <laughs> so <laughs> I went I went over promoting you, Liz, on this. And then the guy said, hey, please, Jose, hold hold your horses a little bit. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, um, you know, they are a fantastic um, community and they, they're doing so much about, you know, they do a lot of sort of technical skills. They do, you know, finances, tax, related things you know all the things you need to know when you're setting up your business but they're starting to shift more into that mindset and um you know a bit more the sort of side of work that that we do you know um so i think it's a really good time to get in and you know interestingly you were mentioning about podcast opportunities and actually on my other podcast that how to spark success podcast i um my guest that i interviewed on monday this week daniel geffen he is um, CEO of Geffen um, Media Group and also um, the Podbooker app, um, which is podbooker.com. And it's a free app that you can go on and put your podcast on um, and people basically apply to you to be a guest um, or you can put yourself on as a speaker to be on other people. So I'd suggest to anyone that's either got a podcast or is thinking about starting to get themselves on as a guest to go on there, you can register for free. Um, and I, you know, I've just joined really in the last month and I've been inundated with fantastic, you know, guests <laughs> um, requests. So, you know, um, it, it's really good. And I think it's still in its infancy. I think he said it's got a thousand, already got a thousand users wow. and it's only been up two months um, and they've already had 500 bookings and recordings through, you know, that were made through the platform. Um, and he was sort of extolling the virtues of, you know, going on to podcasts. If you're a podcast host, um, going on to small, lots of smaller podcasts and sort of expanding your audience rather than aiming for the sort of, I want to be on the Tim Ferriss show. Or, <laughs> yeah, why not? Okay. Yeah, so it's trying to get on those. Um, and, you know, how even though there's about, a, I think he said there was about a million podcasts, he said that's still like a drop in the ocean and you are still ahead of the game if you're now, you know, hosting podcasts and, you know, now is the time to either be a guest or to sort of set up your podcast. So as Jose was saying, um, for anyone listening here that have had that idea about, you know, launching a podcast, get in touch with myself and Jose. Um, you know, one of the things that um, collaborations that we're looking um, at getting ready to launch soon is about helping people set up their own podcasts. So, um, you know, this is the time, seize the day, as they say. Yes, seize the day, seize the podcast opportunity. Liz, please, when we finish, send me all of those links because I want to post them here and then do a LinkedIn post and everything else. Brilliant. Love that idea. And I'm going to sign up to that platform as well. Definitely. Fantastic advice. And I love it, Liz, because you can't just talk on your own and then you sort of include me while I'm still on the other end here. And, you know, you, 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 you've gone off I, to make a coffee. <laughs> exactly. I went, I made myself a coffee, came back and you were still talking. And I, well, I can tell and I know that you've been on both ends so many times and it's fantastic. So it's a great experience from, from my seat. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and, you know, I'm sure you'll um, agree with me as being a host, 
is just such a fantastic opportunity to reach out to people that you really want to have a chat to and you know hear about their stories and learn some of their success secrets um you know that you may not necessarily speak to otherwise so i mean how have you found it um you're sort of episode eight now and you know getting some amazing guests on there and i've heard madeline's um and some of the other ones as well how, how are you finding it as an opportunity to sort of speak to some really cool people Liz, i will say in one word fantastic and i was already experiencing this on the podcast that we co-host on the lockdown and then what because you know i it's amazing how many things you learn just by asking questions and listening. And then on this podcast, which sometimes I just go solo and share a few things, thoughts and insights. Yeah. I had, yeah, Madeleine, amazing. You, of course. Then I had Amisha, who is an NLP master trainer. Yeah. And I also had a young guy from India. And the connection wasn't great. But I had the opportunity to speak to a person, to a lovely human being, that has got that passion to help others and which otherwise I wouldn't have had the, I wouldn't have had the opportunity. Yeah. So yeah, this podcast is bringing lives together, you know, connecting yeah. people from different places in the yeah. world. So India to me is still, um, even though I've been there a few times, it's still I'm still discovering India and it's a fascinating country. So having the opportunity to speak to them and interview them, even though sometimes for me, the accent, you know, I, I need to really place close, sorry, pay close attention. You see, I'm yeah. losing my English now, it's going. <laughs> I need more coffee. Talking about <laughs> so, accents. <laughs> exactly, talking about accents. Yeah, well, you know, my, my Cockney accent, you know what it's like. <laughs> so, yeah, and I think, you know, exactly what you were saying. The, hmm. the fact that one of the things that I was keen to stress through my How to Spark Success podcast is you know that success isn't linear that a lot of, like you were talking about you know giving people the opportunity you had Madeline on who's been through you know hor- horrendous assaults um you know when she was a teenager and you know it, people can get through you know real big challenges and come out the other side you know stronger and you know doing different things you know really like focusing on helping other people I mean one of the guests that I had on last week that his episode's coming out soon was Eric Thomas and he was actually um, caught up um, sort of just a bystander caught up in a shooting in the US and he is now paralyzed from the neck downwards but since then he like talks for Senate he um, has changed the legislation around sort of accessibility he's launched a music studio that you can make music you know with your breath or with your eye movements you know for people that would have been excluded from that experience um he's set up two businesses he's like an ambassador you know and it just shows you know people often think looking up at you know so-called successful people that they have just continuously taken a step up the ladder um and you know maybe had some lucky breaks but you know it shows that you know people can overcome health challenges or you know mental health problems i've had someone that was homeless on my podcast and now runs like a million pounds um, networking business in Sydney. So, you know, that's, that's something I really wanted to stress that, you, you know, regardless of any setbacks, you can st- still be successful and still, you know, make a difference. Great message. We can still make it because I'm pushing 40 now and I'm a bit worried. I'm getting a bit worried about that, but, you know, I can still make it. That's, I guess that's that's what I do these things as well, to inspire others. And as you said, just to share 
what people are achieving and you know regardless of their setbacks how much they're managing yeah. to do with their lives and also put things into perspective because my life I sometimes complain as a human being of course and then when I look at people you know the their lives what they've been like and their struggle and yet they are doing amazing things it's just a source of inspiration for me come on Jose keep it up keep on interviewing amazing people yeah yeah totally you know one of the key things you know you talk about is sort of having impact and sort of communication and you know that is all you know skills that people can learn and you know people can develop and continue to do so and I think you know influence is one of the most um, impactful things um, because you know you can be a very you know quiet individual but have huge you know impact sure. and influence over pe people because of your you know communication styles you know we think of some of the leaders that are really successful and you know we normally think oh they're you know extrovert but no actually um i remember hearing a story about um jk rowling um of harry potter books fame and you know amazing writer and she actually got up i think she got invited to speak at university and she just froze she just hates public speaking and in fact i think she wrote and just read out her speech and sort of gave an apology <laughs> you know <I'm, laughs> i really apologize you know apologize i'm really nervous but you know it shows you know what an amazing communicator and what impact she's had even though <laughs> she doesn't do any doesn't like doing the sort of public speaking so you know it, any personality types can be successful in their own way yeah, there, and there are so many different channels to communicate and to influence, as you well described, so definitely. And that's why I love doing this. Anyway, Liz, um, we are, well, I'm not going to say we're running out of time because we could continue speaking for ages. <laughs> so as, as you know, and the audience, you know, those who know us can tell. Um, so I wanted to ask you, what's, what's happening for you now during Christmas time, which is, you know, in two weeks, I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm definitely going to be, you know, taking some time off. But I mean, when I say time off, I will still be sort of on okay. social media. So what, what is time off then, Liz? Please, I probably I'm won't take I haven't time seen off, any clients I'm... or doing okay. any speeches. Okay. But um, you know, I like I like keeping my hand in and seeing and learning. You know, um, I'm I'm currently studying for another coaching qualification. Um, which is entrepreneurship and business coaching. Um, it's just an area, you know, although I've got lots of qualifications, I, I just like learning new things. So, you know, that's something that I try and always have on the go of some sort of extra course or <laughs> just learning, reading. Um, so so you're, you're taking some time off, basically, you're not seeing clients, that's it, because you are doing... Okay. I'm doing everything else. No, I do um, want some time off. Obviously, we're looking at London might be going back up into tier three, so we'll have to see what Christmas looks like in terms of family and... But no, I think, you know, this year I'm feeling quite Christmassy. I think, you know, we've all been through a lot of ups and downs with COVID. And I think Christmas is a nice, you know, my decorations went up on about the 7th of, December, um, of November. So <laughs> <laughs> I was really keen for Christmas. So, you know, we'll be enjoying that and some nice food and everything. So, um, and yeah, starting the new year afresh, got some bookings in already. So um, yeah, looking forward go. to that. What about you? Well, and just just to say, if you want to book Liz, get in touch. I'm going to be leaving her details. 
Um, well, Liz, you know me. I think we set up our Christmas tree and everything else back in again in November. And <laughs> my wife loves Christmas. We have a cat who we'd like to believe loves Christmas as well with us. Uh, we got to be we got to be home having a good time. And similar to you, I think I'm going to you know maybe stop seeing clients because everything else I want to keep on doing. Yeah. So that's kind of me. And next year, let's see, I'm quite excited. I want to continue developing training courses yeah. uh, online, of course. And I've had a nice conversation today about um, well, a business that would like me to publish some books. But these are kind of booklets and, you know, brief. Yeah. Not, they don't want them to be over 40 pages. Yeah. So there is a proposal. They sent a proposal through I'm going to be considering. So already for January, February, there are some good things in the pipeline. Amazing. Anything else, really? Yeah. Please, before I forget, this is important. I always ask my guests, how would you like to name this episode? Oh, that's yeah. a good one. I know. Uh, switch up your success mindset. There you go. There we go. I'm glad I asked. Switch, switch up your success mindset. It could yeah, because that incorporates the sort of employed to entrepreneur thing, but also just sort of having that mindset of success and sort of being um, curious and, you know, continuous learning and sort of networking. So, yeah, that sort of covers everything, I think. Yeah, it does. I like it. It's got a nice ring to it as well. <laughs> and, and I'm glad I can come back in the recording too because I haven't written it down yet anyway. Yeah. And Liz, remember to please send me a picture as well so I can create some nice artwork for the, yes. for the episode. Definitely. And before we say ciao, ciao to our lovely audience, is there any well are there any final words from Liz Hamlet um no I think just you know look this year has been difficult for everyone and in different ways but also created a lot of opportunity so you know what I would encourage you going into the new year is to sort of really make either your career or your business you know something that you love and you know take opportunity to sort of share your skills and you know seek new opportunities seek you know new ways of doing business and sort of collaborating so you know look to the new year as a as a sort of fresh fresh year fresh opportunity um and you know maybe think about setting up your own business hopefully we haven't scared you off with the numbers discussion <laughs> There we go. So basically fresh, fresh, fresh for a fresh start next year. Yes. And yeah, I mean, I invite people as well. If you want to start your own business, it's, it is a lovely journey and I would never regret it or go back to where my life was before. Yeah. Liz, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. I always like talking to you anyway. And, for, you know, yeah, uh, it's I've really enjoyed where this conversation's gone because, you know, it's nice to just have a general chat and see see where the discussion goes. So thank you. You know me. I don't like structure, hence <laughs> the finance conversation we had. But then that, that's a different topic for another day. I don't want to go back to it. No, let's not take you back there. Exactly. Please. <laughs> thank you so much again. And, and I know you will be sharing the links. So I invite the audience to click on the different links, connect with Liz if you have any questions also re well to remind you that you can send voice notes in the platform in the anchor platform that i'm using for this podcast and then i can incorporate them into the next episodes i can share them with liz and you know the guest speakers that i have so yeah interact share the knowledge if you like what i'm saying or what my guests are sharing 
most importantly, go and share it and join as well because this podcast is open to everybody. That's why I decided to call it Life, Business and Stuff. And I think today, in a way, we covered a few. So that's it. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you so much, Liz. And goodbye, everyone. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Ciao. Thank you.